And we are live. Welcome to Tokenverse, everyone, a podcast powered by FNFW.io, where we discuss the ins and outs of crypto, bringing you meaningful and mission-driven conversations based on trust and growth. I am Bogdan Popa, today's host, and I'm very excited to welcome uh, a project that's very close to our community, and that project is Bantu. So I have Victor Akoma, the co-founder of Bantu, with me. But before we dive into this episode, it's important to mention the following disclaimer. This podcast does not represent any sort of financial advice, nor any offer or solicitation to purchase an interest in any entity or investment vehicle. This AMA is for educational purposes only, and it's occurring as part of FMFW.io's educational initiatives. And with that being said, I would also like to introduce you to our updated referral program. As you know, sharing is caring, and in the Vagni spirit, we have updated our referral program. Now you can give your friends a 50% discount on trading fees and earn 50% on their fees each time they trade. You can get more out of your trading and friendships now at fmfw.io slash referral. And without further ado, it's time to present my guest. Victor, how are you doing today? Doing very well, Bogdan. Thank you very much for having me. Um, Amazing. It's a pleasure to have you with me today. And we've been planning this podcast episode for a while. And I'm very glad that we have aligned our busy schedules. And I think we can go ahead and get started. It would be great to start by you introducing yourself to our listeners and get them to know you a little bit better. Okay, thank you. My name is Victor, Victor Akoma Phillips. Um, I currently... I'm one of the co-founders for the Bantu Blockchain Foundation. I also serve as the chief operating officer for the Bantu Blockchain Foundation. Um, so the Bantu Blockchain Foundation basically is um, we are uh, primarily companies in seashells. We registered in seashells, uh, but we have our operations in Africa, precisely the western part of Africa to start with in Nigeria and also with our presence across other cities across uh, Africa um, through our Bantu rep program, um, which we have close to about 90-something Bantu representatives spread across. Um, uh, Personally, um, I've also been um, in the IT space for a while, precisely in the infrastructure sector um, with organizations ranging from Cisco, um, Dell, And uh, finally, before we fully started Bantu, I was with Apple. And um, seeing what was actually happening in Africa as an offshoot of an amazing thing coming up, um, we decided um, as a a team, again, um, thanks to the uh, vision of the CEO and also co-founder of um, the Bantu Blockchain Foundation, Mr. Ernest Mbenkum, and the amazing team that we have, Um, we actually thought it would be important that Africa, as an amazing continent that is growing and which has over 65 to almost 70% active youth, to build an infrastructure um, that is decentralized, right? To harness Mm. the hidden gifts and all the amazing assets that is got even in land, in human beings, across. 
and this was part of what drove us to start the Bantu initiative. So that's it basically from me as a Bantu and also as a, an individual. That's amazing. And uh, I cannot uh, hold myself back from remarking your incredible experience within uh, the tech space in general and coming from the big companies that you worked with before. How is it, uh, if it's any different for you to be a co-founder of a project like Bantu, considering your previous experiences? <laughs> yes. So um, what the, my previous experiences, Bogdan and everyone has done is um, it's better positioned uh, Bantu um, um, to have what we consider to call to be called organic partnerships. Um, for example, mm. for example, I used to work with um, uh, when I used to work with Dell EMC, which everybody definitely knows Dell. Um, we used yeah. to build infrastructures like data centers um, and all of all these uh, network equipment, storage equipment. Now, one of our major customers um, is Sterling Bank. Sterling Bank is one of the um, largest banks in the western part of Africa, Nigeria to be precise. So when I was working with Dell, I actually was significant as a program manager to build their data center. Now, when I left Dell and became uh, a part of the Bantu team, it was easy, or, or I'll consider to say easier, to go back to Dell, um, to the CEO in Sterling um, Bank, to actually say, hey, we have an infrastructure that is blockchain-based to help your organization. And this made us, uh, gave Bantu a, what I would call, a first... Uh, mover advantage, making Bantu today the only blockchain in Africa, at least in Nigeria, that has a banking partnership. And as we actually launched and went mainnet, we had a bank as a partner as we started from day zero. Now, that's great. This happened because of the previous experience um, and one has had in this kind of bigger organizations, right? And yeah. it's actually now leveraged us to also grow from just that single commercial bank. Today, Bantu has a relationship with even the regulators and even other major banks and ultimately Visa today. All this significant partnership has been because of the experience myself and a core part of our team has. And this is what we are using to make uh, what Bantu is doing and the ecosystem get into the mainstream, as it were. That's amazing. And that just really shows how important uh, fostering meaningful relationships is in our space. Correct. And, you know, you can always tap into your network as long as you maintain those relationships and you provide value. Absolutely. Now, I'm curious to dive deeper into Bantu and it would be great if you could describe what Bantu is and what the mission uh, behind the project is? Yes. Um, so I will start by saying that the Bantu Blockchain Foundation is considered to be a non-profit entity. Uh, we always like to start with that, um, just to clear the air. We are not yeah. um, set out to say, hey, we want to make money off anyone. And the example is this. When the Bantu Blockchain Foundation started, we gathered a group of um, what we consider to be industry 
leaders um, across banks, across uh, telecom, across fintech, across even um, major uh, consulting firms like Pricewater, um, and all of that. Now, we got an advisory group and got some people to fund um, the kickoff. Um, yeah. We did not, and I repeat this for emphasis, we did not raise one cent from the public through ICO, IPO, or even STO. Um, yeah. We maintained that value. We also ensured that that um, became what drove us. However, when we now got to a point where we have set all the infrastructure in place, set all the team in place, um, even used most of the funding we got from this advisory group and also funders, we now started listing, of course, in FMFW, amazing um, work you guys are doing. Um, we, the first exchange we listed was Bitrex, then before we came to FMFW. Now, so Bantu is a not-for-profit, and we have tried to maintain yeah. it. We actually have gone ahead to develop blockchain-based um, financial inclusion solution to help address Africa's unique challenges. And I'm very particular about Africa's unique challenges. Uh, one of them, Bogdan and team, is this. Within Africa today, Bogdan, it is difficult for Africans to trade amongst each other. For yeah. somebody in Nigeria, for example, to trade with somebody in South Africa, it's literally impossible. For somebody mm. living in Senegal, for instance, um, he wants to... I have a friend that sometimes he flies and he wants to make payments for his flying fees that they give to the aviation industry. Guess what? It's difficult for him to use any cards to pay. They will always ask for cash, for dollars. And in this time mm. and age... It's a difficult thing to do. So what will keep yeah. happening is that trades will be slower. The economy will be slower. There'll be less jobs and all. But picture a scenario as massive, seven point something billion population across Africa, that you are able to make all these amazing assets easy for payments, easy for uh, trade and transactions. Um, you can imagine how that would help all the entire economic uh, um, um, you know, stages. So that's what Bantu seeks out to achieve, to help address Africa's unique um, challenges. And how are we meant to do this? We thought that an Africa-led blockchain ecosystem for the world. Let's bear one thing in mind. Even though Bantu started from Africa, we are not saying we are restricted to Africa, right? Um, we yeah. have a lot of people. When I used to work with Cisco, for example, Cisco sought to employ Africans to be able to do business in Africa. And it helped Cisco. It also helped Africa. So we felt Bantu will be that gateway that we connect the entire globe to harness the amazing things that Africa has got to offer across board. So that is the core mission for Bantu um, primarily. Yes. That's great to, to hear. And it's very impressive how you've men mentioned the, the start of the Bantu Blockchain Foundation and how the mission is much deeper than a lot of projects, in my opinion, that are out there. 
And it's impressive the impact that you are aiming to achieve for the project as well. It's not just a local impact. You are aiming to um, impact, uh, make an impact at global scale through collaboration, partnerships, and working together with other partners as well. Correct. Absolutely. Now, yeah, I'm actually curious to to dive deeper into the ecosystem. So um, how would you break down Bantu's ecosystem when it comes to utilities that it offers to its users? Excellent. Very, very, very good question. So um, when Bantu started, we naturally thought to start with, um, just like most blockchain, there's um, going to be a utility token. Uh, And we are very deliberate when we talk about the utility token because uh, the Bantu utility token, which is also called the XBN, um, is one that we thought that before we get it out there, we should get all the necessary permission and to actually get all the necessary approvals. So the first thing we did was to have this and also get what we consider to be... um, more like um, a statement or a legal framework to actually approve that it's not money, it's not competing with any uh, sovereign entity's money or whatever, right? Yeah. But a utility token. And we got this, um, um, and we got this uh, documentation through the European uh, Banking Authority and the European Security Authority. All of this we did. Um, so with that, we set out to have an ecosystem of people that would also build on this amazing infrastructure. The first of its kind was building a wallet. So we took the initiative by building something called the Ban2Pay wallet. And this wallet was meant to do something very simple. Store the XBN token, utility token, be able to send it from one user to another user and be able to actually also push it across any other existing ecosystem we would have. So we have the Ban2Pay wallet and um, that Ban2Pay wallet that we have is a non-custodial wallet for users to securely hold, transfer, swap as well and trade these assets. And um, we make these APIs available for third-party integrators as well. And um, That's great. Yes, and one of those um, um, third party was a is a platform, a peer to peer platform called Timbuktu, and um, hmm. Timbuktu was built when we tried to list at first. We didn't get any exchange to list us because we were African an African project. It became very difficult. So until they had to do mm. so, in other words, um, they did more longer due diligence on us, and which was okay eventually. And But whilst we're waiting, um, a group of uh, amazing people built the Timbuktu peer-to-peer platform. And this platform became a place that we have merchants, we had uh, uh, traders come together to trade the Bantu um, um, XBN. And they were able to acquire this. And this quickly spread across over 170 countries in no time. And we had amazing number of users using the uh, Timbuktu platform on a peer-to-peer basis to exchange. And we had merchants. On top of that, we had merchants and they were highly rated. 
and you can actually check this on timbuktu.exchange um timbuktu.exchange you you know we we got that then within the ecosystem yeah. we've grown as well where we have some third party partners like interstellar again interstellar has been is the commercial arm as well of bantu that has been very very involved in having to build the bantu stack for financial institutions for regulators um today we have a cbdc platform that's been built for the central bank of nigeria and guess the organization that is in the forefront building is is one of uh, bantu's third party partners interstellar for the cbdc called e naira um also, that's interesting exactly most of the commercial bank partnership also was done by um um interstellar we also have an amazing third party partner called convexity convexity is uh, they've been around for a while and they've also been involved in making sure aids humanitarian aids given to um developing countries gets to yeah. the destination so if bogdan were to give say a country in senegal uh $1000 sometimes before it gets to that little boy that is in the hospital or that needs food or something yeah. that it does it get to that person so they built a platform that humanitarian aid is tracked from the source to its destination and finally um but not That's least, very important yes finally but not least is trovotech so we have trovotech which is also a third party partner to um bantu which they are responsible for nfts and um all the assets and all so they are currently building on the bantu blockchain to have an amazing wallet and they should be launching out real soon so and and we keep welcoming more people through our developer platform so these are some of the things and inside uh, bantu we have a lot of other things inside which we call the bantu laboratory the Bantu Node Viewer. So if Bogdan was to join the Bantu Network, you can see yourself through our Node Viewer. We, you can even create tokens easily using the Bantu Token Creator. And then clearly, we have a decentralized exchange also on the platform. So these are some of the third-party things that we have today. And also more are still welcome as we go on. That's amazing. And uh, to me, it just stands out the fact that everything that you are building within the ecosystem is based on such an open collaborative environment that welcomes right. builders from any side of the world. And it's just uh, really impressive to see. I think mm -hmm. that's how we can move forward as an industry and we can uh, create long-lasting impact through this collaborative mindset that you guys are sharing. Exactly. Absolutely. Now, I'm curious to touch on the roadmap for a second. Could you please walk us through the current stage of the roadmap and how the next steps look like after this stage? Excellent. Thank you very much. Um, the Bantu's roadmap has been very deliberate. And um, if mm -hmm. you look through the sustainable development goals, there's a particular um one of those uh, sustainable development goals number nine and it says build resilient infrastructure promote inclusive and sustainable industrialization and foster innovation um bantu's plan has always been to build a resilient infrastructure and we've always been there to foster and promote uh, sustainable um, industrialization and foster innovation 
And that was why when we started, like I just said, build a wallet that will spread across um, the globe for people to yeah. connect. And um, we started with that. And like I said, we are in over 170 uh, pre- uh, countries. I mean, our presence marked. And we keep growing. Um, and on our roadmap, like I said, we started, we're starting with Africa. And um, it's on target uh, that we have already uh, today. Um, like I said, sorry, I think I said seven point. We have about 1.7 billion people in Africa today. And our roadmap is to ensure that as we've started, we should actually capture at least 40% of these uh, numbers and ensure that they are fully aware and um, they can leverage this infrastructure to make things better. Now, that's we, an amazing number. This year, exactly. This year, we started out on our roadmap to start promoting marketing. And um, one of the first places we started was Lagos, Nigeria. And within Nigeria, we touched um, the core geopolitical zones, which is uh, we touched the West, we touched the Southeast, we also touched the Northern part of Nigeria. Um, Like, you know, Nigeria has over 200 million people plus, and it's a very Mm. huge, huge country. Probably, like you probably know, it's the largest black nation in the world, um, followed by Ethiopia and others so we were deliberate in our roadmap to start with nigeria and we started this roadshow and awareness in lagos which covered the southwestern part of nigeria and then we moved on to port harcourt which is the southeastern part of nigeria then we wrapped up in nigeria with uh, the northern part of nigeria in a city called kano um now as part of our roadmap was to now move beyond just um nigeria to other parts of west africa and we now move to ghana accra which i'm i'm guessing you probably you know know as well it's one of the uh, hub for the african uh, free trade zone also the hub for africa to start uh, starting key partnerships from a business perspective so that was why bantu picked that as a place to begin our marketing drive so where we are today now is to one start making more brand visibility and awareness for Bantu. And that is probably why we're also having this conversation um, now because we're at that stage in our roadmap. Number two, start building and strengthening through our ecosystem, more bringing more developers to start understanding the Bantu stack and to start engaging financial institutions, using it for um, hackathons, using it for um, development work, and one of those things was what we did through our partners Interstellar that supported the Central Bank of Nigeria in partnership with a bank called Access Bank. And we just last week hosted the first of its kind, at least as far as I'm concerned, in Africa. The first hackathon driven by a regulatory body, Central Bank of Nigeria. Okay? So this is one of those things that we have in our roadmap. And... Um, we keep moving this forward. So we are at the stage now where we want to, through this means, Bogdan, start inviting more people to start talking yeah. to our Bantu development unit um, to start using these learnings. Um, for the hackathon, we had about 4,000, almost 5,000 users signify interest, developers. And at the end of the day, 
it was only 150 something that were um, because we couldn't take everybody. I mean, they 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 couldn't uh, yeah. accommodate everyone. And today, I think uh, eventually it was actually uh, ten people that came out at final. So that registration alone, Bogdan clearly tells you how ready Africa is, how willing innovation is actually um, at the forefront of what we are doing here. So there couldn't be a better time for us to start getting the ecosystem robust and also start making our brand and our uh, impact felt across the region. I absolutely agree with you. There's definitely demand for innovation and for moving things forward from a technological stand. And yeah, we only need to focus on supplying uh, this demand and offering the right solution that people need in order to simplify and uh, add efficiency to our, their lives. Absolutely. Now, I'm actually curious because you and I both know that it's been quite an eventful first part of 2022. Yes. And yeah, I w I'm very curious to hear how the first part of 2022 looked like for uh, you and the team. Yes. <laughs> well, this is the thing. Um, someone has always said when the market um, dips, um, an organization should rise up. Um, and mm. we at Bantu, we have not done anything opposite. Um, the first part of 2022 was the winter season and still is gradually, right, for almost not just only the blockchain or decentralized technology space, but also even the mainstream um, it's been a very, very interesting um, business um, horizon. But for Bantu, what we have done is this. Um, we noticed that, um, of course, the prices dipped. Um, a lot of things happened. But the team has been actively doing two things. One, making our existing partnerships stronger. Number two, building more solutions and working together with third parties. Like I mentioned, uh, Interstellar, I mentioned Convexity, I mentioned Trovotech. And we are building yeah. and getting things ready. Um, because after the sun, after the rain comes the sun. <laughs> so we know that the sun will soon shine, right? Um, so as challenging Absolutely. as the space might be, we are ready. And so Bantu has, we've been constantly trying to engage our community. Um, like we recently just published um, a communication to also let our community know what has been happening externally and what has been happening internally within Bantu so that everybody feels very comfortable, so that everybody is yeah. um, made aware. Because just so you know, and I'm sure the same thing goes for FMFW, um, FMFW is a community-driven organization. The same thing with Bantu. We, are, we thrive on our community. We draw strength. We draw wisdom. We draw uh, knowledge from our community. And we, we, we constantly try at the best we can, when we can, as often as we can, to share with them the things that are happening within and also externally to the industry. So we have been doing a lot of communication. 
we have been building a lot of um, synergies, existing ones like with Visa. Um, our discussion with Visa has gone a whole lot more deeper um, now. Um, we are already at the final stages to begin execution of uh, building what we call virtual Visa cards. Um, this is also coming out real soon. Um, we have also been working with partners with banks. We've been working with uh, other fintech organizations um, to build solid use cases that will make the XBN um, a choice utility token um, as we get out of this um, winter period. So yes, we've been building, we've been solidifying our partnerships, and we've been making sure we are keeping our community um, up to date with what's happening. I must say, Victor, I really love this answer because I, I'm a big believer in uh, this mindset that you just uh, shared with us in terms of just keeping your head down, building, focusing on the right things, um, being aware of the feedback that the community provides because there's always feedback from the community. Right. Um, yeah, these are the things that uh, we need to focus on ultimately because we cannot be stuck Yes. Looking at the charts yes. and wondering what if this happens, what if that happens. Yes. Like we need to remember that at the end of the day, there are people who depend on us. There are people who right. we are responsible to serve. And, you know, we just need to keep staying focused on what we have to do and to move right. forward. Absolutely. 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 Um. Actually, I, I was uh, curious because we discussed about the first part of uh, this year. How does the rest of this year look like for you? Yeah, good question. Um, so the rest of the year, there are some new things that we are looking at. Again, um, just like any business, you cannot move without looking at your environment, right? Um, originally, Absolutely. our plan had been to um, put in more liquidity and um, continue our marketing drive till the end of the year. Um, uh, but when we look around, we also have to uh, put our thermometers, check the temperature so that we do the right thing, right? So yeah. what we see happening between uh, now and the end of the year um, is to leverage and work side by side with our third-party partners um, and with our community. Number one, we know that some of our partners are building their wallets. We want to provide every necessary support, like we have TravelTech building theirs. We are providing those active supports so that our people are constantly there. Um, before the end of the year, we should have our, our visa partnership announcement coming for execution um, by the last quarter into next year. So you should be seeing all of that coming out. And we are not only restricting this partnership to only Africa. We are going to be going to Latin America, going to the US and probably Europe as well. Um, we also will be uh, continuing um, with partnerships to see how we can do more marketing drives to let people know that we are back and we are getting better. Um, we hopefully want to also see things that we can do with FMFW. Um, because I, I honestly feel it's important projects like ours that is real, that is genuine, that has a goal. I think it's important we all come together to do something significant. 
Um, we had some, we will be making some announcements on some partnership of some existing um, older uh, uh, foundation. Um, we have been having some discussions with some major ones. Maybe for now, due to NDA, I might not be able to say their names out. Um, yeah. But there are some of the bigger ones that we all know. Um, they want to all come into Africa, but we told them we should work together. Um, let's partner. So there will be a lot of more partnership announcements coming with existing blockchain foundation. Um, we'll be wrapping the XBN on some of this. Then an important thing around the roadmap, we will be seeing some CBDCs and some um, currencies, stable coins being wrapped on the Bantu blockchain. Um, these are announcements and things that will come up in the coming days and months ahead. That sounds like you have a busy plate. Very busy. <laughs> well, that's good. It, it means that uh, the project is moving forward and yes. you are making progress that's seen within uh, the community and beyond as well. Correct. Um, now, you know, I'm such a big believer in this idea of if you want to go far, go together. Yes. And... I really sense that you are on the same page with me on this one. Absolutely. So I'm really curious about how much does collaboration and partnerships contribute to the overall success of the project? Oh, if I were to rate it in percentage, I would say the success of Bantu from collaboration, synergies and fruitful partnership is probably 80% or more. Um, That's amazing. Amazing number. Um, and that is a very, very integral part to everything we are doing at Bantu. Um, like I mentioned, Bantu is a not-for-profit. Uh, but yeah. we want to ensure we make our partners win. We want to make FMFW win. For instance, anytime we do anything within Africa, one key thing we always do, we have the media wall or what you call the um the red carpet floor right where you take the pictures yeah we actually promote more of the brand of our partnerships i mean those are what we take out there that's just an example some of the example to let you know yeah that we promote the brand we promote the idea of our partners like fmfw is a key partner to us um so wherever bantu is fmfw gets there as well and this goes for every other partner we have. So collaboration and partnership, yeah. I would say, is 80%. And we are always, whether it's institutional partnership, individual developer partnership, media partnership, exchange partnership, uh, mainstream partnership, Bantu is always willing. And our arms are always open to get more as we grow. That's amazing. It just shows that uh, progress can be made by not only focusing on competition, but also focusing on how we can win together and how we can yes. help each other move forward. Absolutely. Absolutely. The sky, they say, is big enough for all the birds to fly. So it doesn't have to be only the eagle that is flying. The other, the crow should fly. Every other thing should fly. So the sky is big enough. But we help each other to keep the sky clear and clean so that we can all fly together. That's our mentality. I love that mindset. I really do. Yeah. Um, 
Now, since we've talked about partners, it would be interesting to get into um, real-life use cases and initiatives. So I'm curious if you could mention some of the initiatives that have impacted the life outside uh, the industry, maybe in the local community that Bantu has done so far. Yes, yes, yes. I can start with... um... The very, very important ones. Like I said, um, we have today built a lot of, uh, I would say our solution has powered a lot of use cases. Um, Yeah. One of our partners, Sterling, um, whom we have a signed partnership with and we are working together with, um, has this constant initiative they call HEART. And by HEART, that is H standing for health, E, standing for education, A, standing for agriculture, R, standing for renewable energy, and T, standing for transportation. Um, Those five core goals is part of what our solution is helping Sterling Bank and loads of other organizations achieve. So today, for instance, um, say... Mr. A has got assets of gold. Africa has got loads and loads of resources. The biggest problem yeah. has been distribution. The biggest problem is that Bogdan probably owns a little farm somewhere um, in some village in Africa. And guess what? There is no way someone will see what his, his plants, no way someone will see his strawberries, his apples that he's planting. But with the support of a sterling bank, we can, we've tokenized those apples from the ground, tokenized those resources, and then we've actually put it on some of these platforms and made it available for people out there to be able to buy it. And so what Bogdan has produced, he can actually get value, real value, with less middlemen in between, and it gets the actual value of the effort he has put in. Now, this is one of the solutions we have built with uh, using our tech stack with our partners. Now you understand why we say Bantu cannot survive without its partners. Um, we, as Bantu, because we are not for profit, might not be able to go all the way to the last mile, right? But guess what? Our partners will be able to go to that last mile. So that is one of the platforms we've built. Uh, We have also, I mean, we've partnered to build. Today, we have actually targeted the youth. Um, So Mm. like you might have heard that Africa has a strong youth population, active youth population of almost 70%. So we don't, Africa is not an old um, population. It's a very... um, active population so if you got the youth then you've got the major part of population now the timbuktu platform which is peer-to-peer we we know that they say that an idle mind or idle hands is the devil's workshop um through the timbuktu platform we have actually gotten a huge number of young people using this platform to become merchants Today, we have accredited merchants and they have used the XBN token to accept it in exchange of for, for instance, here in this part of the world, if you wanted to load your cell phone 
you needed to buy what is called pay as you go airtime units, right? Yeah. Some of them have created platforms where they use the XBN to actually ex in exchange for phone tokens or phone airtime. Now, if I tell you the number of what this has done, it has further given reduced that poverty um, um, a, a number. And you can imagine what does that for an economy. So this Absolutely. is, and we also have, we have some people that have actually used the XBN token that they, they have haircuts, they bab. We have one like that, that will collect the XBN token as an exchange for him to actually give you a haircut. So um, <laughs> this is just some of the list of things that is happening here in this part of the world. And I'm very, very, we're very deliberate about the youth because they are the most active part of the economy. So when you get that active part, getting them busy, getting them productive, you reduce Involved. Um, crime. You, and they keep evolving. They keep feeling better with themselves. I tell you, the values are just um, huge and massive. So these are some of the core use cases that we are doing and working together with our partners. You have definitely mentioned uh, quite a few impactful use cases and you didn't fail to mention uh, the token, XPN. And, you know, this is a popular subject for our uh, trader community. Um, yes. So it would be great to discuss uh, tokenomics and if you could mention some of the benefits and utilities of using uh, XPN. So, yeah, um, so the... Bantu X uh, utility token called the XBN. Yes, we know uh, people go for... So our mentality, our mentality is this. Um, focus on value. Your token will gain value. Um, 100%. We have a lot of projects today, loads of projects, where the focus on only speculation, trade only, um, after a while everything goes down the drain, right? Um, however, for Bantu, uh, the XBN token is seen as a tool to help the ecosystem grow. It's seen as something that will back use cases. That way, it will always stay relevant. That way, it, the price will, or, you know, that's why even on our general group, we rarely talk about prices and it will go. So, um, today we have um tried our best to only have about 1.8 million in circulation um even though what we totally have um in terms of ever is actually 3.9 uh, billion um 396 billion um xbn token that we actually have however in circulation today is just about 1.8 now the reality is this as we move on before all of this whole market went down we know down the line Tokens will be burned and all of that, right? Um, but yeah. all that has happened so far is we have focused on our ecosystem and we'll still keep focusing on the ecosystem. Um, um, for us, even as uh, the people, like you already know, most of the team internally in Bantu, uh, we actually have been getting funds from the funds that has been given to us by our funders, Okay. We are not using or looking at being taken care of by the tokens yet, okay? Because we 
focused on letting this ecosystem grow. We are focusing on letting the community decide, right? And that has made us stick around and we are still here. So um, for us, the use cases um, will be, again, like I said, to support central bank digital currencies. We already have today some assets. Again, um, we're going to be having some key assets, like I mentioned, that we all know in the market that is already wrapped some of them will be Ethereum-based. You'll be seeing XBN that is Ethereum-based soon. You'll be seeing yeah. um, even the, you, you know, like you have a Tron instance of USDC or USDT. You'll be seeing that soon coming. That is going to be XBN-based. You'll be seeing a lot of other assets across. And all of this is driven by our third-party partners that have wrapped this. And so you'll be seeing all these use cases. So for those that love to trade, that love to, so you can have the an instance of the XBN or Bantu in all of these regular known assets. So these are some of the things I'm also letting out of the bag for our listeners on this podcast so that they can see <laughs> what are some of the plans. <laughs> so they are hearing it for the first time. So that's an, this is already an exclusive, Bogdan. <laughs> so for... With your privilege. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that's great answers and uh yeah i'm sure that our uh, community of traders will be very happy to to hear absolutely. this from you for the first time correct absolutely and fmfw will be one of the first to also take advantage of this that's a great uh thing to know and i'm sure that our community will be very happy to dig into this um now i'm actually curious to talk about community Um, I feel like we are both very community focused in our efforts and I'm curious to know how do you and the team approach community building as you mentioned before that you are interested in expanding your developer community. So I'm very curious how your efforts look like on that compartment. Beautiful, beautiful. And let me, by answering that question, let me take this opportunity to tell all our community at FMFW at uh, even Bantu, I know many here, and other people listening. We have yeah. developed one of the most robust community platforms for you to take advantage of. One of them is a platform called Bantu Talk. Now, um, if you check bantutalk.org, you should be able to access it. We built, branded, and we are the ones hosting this platform. In this platform, we built it, it's 100% run by the Bantu community. Just like you have Bitcoin talk, one of the things we set out to do as we started, we believe in our community. We believe that their voices count. We believe that our roadmap should be there. I mean, if you get there to bantutalk.org, you will see amazing conversation. We as Bantu, we are not the one that start this. It's purely run, controlled 100% by our community. Um... So this is one that also shows our genuine original commitment to our community. Yeah. And we encourage people to go here, start up a discussion or start up a thread or respond to existing discussions or existing thread. And we have some of our team members that is just only there to moderate, to ensure that um, we answer questions and to also be sure that um, things are done in an orderly and organized manner. 
Okay. Um, so this is uh, one key aspect and drive that we have actually put out there. Um, the second aspect is the standard one we all know. Of course, our Telegram groups are super active. We have um, 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 a Telegram group that is general. We also have a Telegram group that speaks to our prices or those that like to talk about price and all that. It wasn't also, even this other one for price was not created by us. It's by our third-party partners. We also have even the group that helps with technical concerns, which is the Bantu support. And we also even have the uh, normal Bantu announcements for you to hear. And then clearly, we have some of our third-party partners like Timbuktu, which is very active, where people discuss peer-to-peer if you need anything, and they are always there to, to, to engage actively. So, and these groups and all these platforms are 24-7 operational. So, these are some and even more of, uh, and then, like I said, from time to time, we try to organize meetups through our, what we call the Bantu uh, representative. So, what is, are these people? These are people in the communities, physically yeah that are there they put on the bantu logo they are out there so that if you because africa is not everybody that probably has all the opportunity to um have internet so these people are physically inside the community to physically face to face engage people so this clearly tells you both online offline flexible ways where we engage and get feedback from our community and this is one of the key value systems and pillars that we have at Bantu. That's amazing. And it's it's really great that you use um, this kind of... We can call them ambassadors, right? Correct. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, it's great to have ambassadors that uh, can get in touch with the community and get direct feedback um, offline as well. Because as you mentioned, if not everyone has access to the internet, um, we need to accommodate for those people that don't. Correct. Um, this is a really great conversation. And thank you. Um, it's a pleasure to cover these principles that, in my opinion, apply to any kind of project. Principles like yeah. collaboration, partnerships, community building, and... Um, you know, a last question from me is how does the end of this year look for you in terms of events, updates, anything we need to mark on our calendars? Oh, yes, yes, please. So we, again, remember first things first, we are very aware of what is happening around so that we do not inconvenience anyone. Uh, yeah. We will, we are working on a few, exactly. We are working with our Bantu representatives um, across um, Africa. And also we are working with some of our key partners. Even um, we're going to be doing a lot of co-events, um, which we'll be sharing on all our platforms. So um, for instance, we plan to, do, we were planning to do something uh, most likely with the, um, so again, I just checked my NDAs now. They said I can't announce it yet, but with some key <laughs> uh, partners, 
um, until they signed the dotted line and everything I can. So we're going to be having um, community meetups across. Yeah. Um, we have some major uh, superstars, musicians signed on the Bantu brand. Um, one of them is Yemi Alade. Um, she's a she's a she's an international. In fact, if she was in France, interestingly, some few months back, she's a a major Grammy ambassador. Uh, Yemi Alade. If you guys check her on YouTube, she's a very uh, popular African star, superstar. We are we also signed on P Square. P Square is also an um, you know they are they are also an amazing duo. Uh, they are twin uh, you know yeah. amazing uh, people. And then we have some other uh, local um, uh, influencers around. So we plan to do a bit of um, like road shows of some sort with these ambassadors before the year runs out. Again, we will look at how the um, environment looks like and then so that uh, we will communicate this. So let's keep our calendars open between November and December of 2023 we will come your doorstep soon and push something out so that we can have and the earlier part of next year as well so these events are going to prove interesting and surely we always have xbn tokens to give away as well (laughs) that sounds like music to our traders ears (laughs) (laughs) yes i'm uh, i'm very excited for uh, how the rest of the year looks for you and for us, because I'm sure our paths will intersect again. And, you know, again, it's, it's been a, an absolute pleasure hosting you and to take part in this uh, meaningful conversation. And if you have any last words for our listeners, it would be great to, to share that with them. Um, is that a request? No, no, no. If you have anything to share as last words oh. for, for the listeners, yeah. Well, um, again, my final word is with what is happening in the market now. Um, yeah. What I try to tell everyone, especially the traders, be very cautious. Um, keep your eyes and your ears open um, for the projects you put in your hard-end um, finances or uh, funds in. It's, um, it's all going to get better, like I said. Um, after the rain comes the sunshine. And Absolutely. I know some people have their funds um, stuck in some projects, uh, but the very good ones, the valuable ones, like Bantu, like even what FMFW has, FMFW has a lot of other projects that, because I know um, you have a reputation, FMFW, for having projects that are viable and solid. Um, let's be cautious um and look at the real ones and then again the market is also a good time to come in if you see some of those ones that mm. are some, um please get some of those tokens if you if you want to um if you have the resources and uh, but all in all uh trade wisely uh, and then most important look out for what bantu is going to bring your way in the coming months and I want to also finally thank and congratulate the FMFW team for the amazing synergy and cooperative job that they are doing. And uh, without flattery, amongst most of the exchanges that Bantu has, 
I can say to the world that FMFW happens to be one of the most collaborative and very supportive amongst many. So uh, I'll also encourage you all to continue uh, being part of what the FMFW team is working on for now and even in the future. So thank you very much. Thank you so much, Victor. We feel the same about uh, Bantu Foundation and we are always here to support you in your initiatives and we will definitely collaborate on more initiatives together. Thank you so much, Bogdan. Really thank everyone as well for having us. We appreciate you and to our listeners, make sure you keep an eye on our channels on Twitter, on Telegram. We have a lot of things that are coming up. A lot of surprises for our traders and for our passionate community. And yeah, make sure to keep an eye on our channel. There's a lot going on. Thanks everyone for tuning in. Stay safe and trade on.